Welcome to the My Inner Tiger podcast. I'm your host, Sydney D. Camella. I'm also a wife, mother, master life coach, course creator, and spiritual Sherpa. Over the past few years, I have overcome extreme anxiety, depression, addiction, infertility, and chronic illness. And as a result, I've made it my life's mission to teach other women like you that no matter what battle you're up against, you have an inner tiger, a power within to create and manifest whatever your heart desires. If you are tired of being a victim and ready to be boss of your life, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'm going to share tools, teachings, and techniques I have used and taught countless other women so that together we can create a life beyond our wildest dreams. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your inner tiger is just waiting to be unleashed. I'm so happy you've tuned in. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the My Inner Tiger podcast. I am so honored to have today's guest on with me. Her name is Luann Safros. Oh, shoot. Luann, tell me how you pronounce your last name. Safos. Safos. Okay. <laughs> I should have clarified that before we started. Um, yeah. So Luann Safos is a beautiful, beautiful soul, a beautiful human being. I'm going to get into how I know her in just a minute, but she has an academic background in psychology and marriage and family counseling. And she has moved into the world of energy healing, which is pretty extensive. She is certified in um, theta healing, which is primarily what I want to talk about today. And she also facilitates classes and courses on that. She's also a meditation teacher. She is a Reiki master and she's certified in matrix energetics. But again, today we're going to focus mostly on theta healing, which is the fastest growing energy healing technique in the world. It's in practiced in 185 countries with millions of practitioners. I have done theta healing with Luin in the past, and it's, I can't wait to tell you more about that, but it's just a beautiful topic. And I'm so excited to jump right in. So first Luin, thank you so much for being here with us today. Well, thank you very much, Sydney, for having me. I'm excited for all that will unfold today. Yes, me too. Okay. So why don't we start by, um, actually, first I'll start by telling you how I know Luann. Um, and this is just a perfect segue into the power of Theta Healing. So I met her because my friend Valerie was taking one of her Theta Healing courses here in the Tampa area. And during the course, the students are allowed to, um, if they want to, to invite someone to come as a guest for a healing treatment from the class, basically. And so um, this was when I was trying to get pregnant. I had already gone through two rounds of in vitro fertilization that did not work. And so I went as her guest and the group laid hands on me and did some theta healing work on me, if you will. And um, lo and behold, that was in January of 2019. And I got pregnant in February of 2019. So the power of this stuff is amazing. Um, I've also worked with Luann on several other occasions, especially um, after I was diagnosed with kidney failure. So actually Luann did come see me in the hospital and do some work on me. And then, um, and then we've had a few phone conversations and healing sessions that were extremely powerful, one of which was just recently. So 
Anyway, I am such a big fan of this and so excited to dive in. So before we really talk about theta healing, Luann, why don't you give us just a little bit about your background and what, what inspired you to come into the world of energy healing altogether? Well, I would have to go really all the way back to childhood to sort of begin that discussion because I noticed at a very young age, I would say at least by the time I was four years old or so, I could sense an energy, you know, the energy, what I would now call the energy of creation, but I could feel energy, see energy. I would know about future events unfolding. I would see them. And then they would unfold exactly as I had seen them. I mean, to the T exactly. And so this gave me an understanding that there was this, you know, energy of connection with what all that is, which most people would call God. And all my life, I have had a very profound understanding and connection and gratitude for that connection. In addition to that, I kind of come from a family of healers. You know, most of my family members have worked in, in the healthcare field. My father in particular is an anesthesiologist and he ran a pain clinic at the hospital that he worked at outside of Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania and taught me from a very young age that there were, you know, means for people to be without pain. He was mostly looking at physiological pain and so he thought there would be no reason for people to be in pain when we have a way to mitigate that pain. So the way my life really unfolded that translated into not only physical pain that people you know, really shouldn't have to be experiencing, but also into the mental health field of you know, psychological, emotional pain. And so if we can show people, give people tools to mitigate the pain so that they can live their lives in a way that is pain-free, and living in well-being and happiness, then that's really, really what excites me. That's beautiful. And so I can sort of, I'm imagining, I can see your life, you know, you being very connected to um, spirituality and to your emotions and to just mental health. So naturally you would have taken the academic route to psychology and mental health. When, at what point did you morph that into energy work? Well, that really began happening most profoundly. I always call 2011 my year of living dangerously because I began to see that there was a lot going on in the world that needed a means to heal that maybe wasn't really on the forefront of what was being offered in the mainstream. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I attended many different uh, seminars and conferences in the year of 2011. Really, I went to a different one every month all over uh, the United States. And so that led me to becoming a Reiki master. It led me to Theta Healing. I was really very divinely guided to Theta Healing, literally told, you know, Theta Healing, Google it. <laughs> uh, and so from that, I, I really, really began to learn a lot about how we are able to transform our lives and heal our lives in ways that uh, had not really been described so well up until that point. So I threw myself wholeheartedly into that. And it really correlates very well with uh, the, the psychological field because we really look in Theta Healing at uh, the unconscious mind, the conscious mind our thoughts, beliefs, feelings, emotions, and how they become our experience 
of life. Mm, perfect. Okay, so let's dive into Theta Healing. Tell us what it is, please. Okay, so Theta Healing, um, and the, re the reason it's called Theta Healing most basically is because we learn to access a Theta brainwave. So this is, you know, very scientific. Uh, neuroscientists know all about the various different brainwaves that we have. But a theta brainwave is a slower brainwave than what we may normally be in. So it's going to be where uh, the brain is cycling at about four to seven cycles per second. It's a very meditative, slowed down brainwave. And theta healing was founded by a woman named Viana Steibel. And it really came about as a result of what most people would look at as catastrophic or something bad happening. That being that she was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of bone cancer in her leg. And she was not given a very good prognosis. Uh, she was a young woman at the time, had children that she wanted to raise, and she was really not ready to leave this world yet. And she also knew uh, from the time she was a young child that she had this connection to God and that she could heal, that her leg could be healed, even though the doctors were telling her um, that that was not likely. So she really set about in a very prayerful, what she came to understand was a theta brainwave. And she asked God to heal her leg and her leg healed. Uh, it's a whole story, you know, she had bone scans and was very well diagnosed, even at the Mayo Clinic with this uh, tumor in her, in the femur of her leg. And after she went through this healing process, she went back, they did new scans and the tumor was completely gone. And it was a nine inch long tumor. So from that experience, you know, I say, and she says all the time, we're always learning something from whatever our experience is. So from the outside, most people would say, well, that was a terrible experience. And yet out of it came uh, this wonderful healing technique that she began to then teach to the world. Love it. Oh, so good. So tell me how it works. Tell us how it works. Yes. Excellent question. So at the very beginning, we have to really understand that what is going on with any particular individual, and this is just well understood. Uh, you know, by neuroscientists, that about 90% of what's going on is unconscious. It's in our unconscious mind. And so we're really only aware of about five to 10% of it, what's in our conscious mind. And so the, uh, what's running, you know, these programs, if you can think of the mind almost like a computer, you have a hard drive on your computer, you have all these programs that are running in the background, they have very complicated code, you don't need to know the code in order to work with the program. And so the, what's, the programs that are running in the human mind have to do with our thoughts, our beliefs, how, how we will choose to think then becomes a feeling or an emotion. And uh, many of these are not really coming from this lifetime. You know, we, we inherit a lot of traumas and dramas from the experiences of our ancestors. So, you know, they've done really phenomenal studies showing how this is true, that we have the imprints and the DNA knowledge that comes to us from the experience that our great grandmothers had. And so if they lived, you know, lives with trauma, 
we may have fear-based energies running in our programs that really weren't a part of our lifetime. They came to us through our DNA. Can I actually ask you a question about that? Sure. Could that also include our own past lives? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would. And in healing, we not only look at you know our ancestral beliefs, we look at what could potentially be from past lives, and also what comes from the collective experience of all of mankind. So, quantum physicists understand that there are you know morphic fields of resonance all over the planet. Uh, so, mankind's fear-based energy can very much become a field of energy that impacts any individual just by being in space of other fear-based people. So there's all of that, you know, learning to be impervious to the energies that can uh, seem to influence us when they're not even actually ours. So that's something we really look at in the classes. We look about how do we become impervious? How do we create our own energy fields so that we're not taking on the energy fields of others? And how do we really look deeply into those unconscious patterns that have been created through our DNA from our great grandparents' experiences. And these may be catastrophic, terrible experiences. They may be very wonderful, loving experiences, you know? And it doesn't, it's not so important what they are as much as that we can connect with them. We can learn what we're meant to learn from them because do you ever hear it said, everything happens for a reason? So if everything happens for a reason and I'm living with this pattern that I got from great grandma, what am I meant to learn from that so that I can transform it, I can move forward from it and I can continue to live my life without having to have the pattern, but moving forward with the lesson that the pattern taught me. That's, that's really at the core of what we do in Theta Healing. And you know, it's, I talk about layers of the onion. We're all like that, we're, we're never done. You know, once, once we are finished evolving and, and transforming everything into what we came here to do, which is perfect love, it's my belief that then we, we are free to leave. So as long as we're in the body, we're always learning. Right. So what, can you explain to the listeners, like what it, what it would look like? So if you were going to go into a theta healing session, um, is it just a series of questions? Is it laying on of hands? Is it um, like, how, how does the flow work? Well, the flow can be in some ways different from person to person, but there is sort of a flow chart, if you will. Uh, the first thing that we're going to do, I typically ask a person, uh, what are the first one to five things that you would like to see shift or transform in your life? And they usually know that, you know, they usually have you know, if I gave you Aladdin's magic lamp, what are your wishes, you know? And so they'll start with the first thing that they're most concerned about that's tripping them up or making them feel stuck in their life. Or, you know, a lot of times it comes down to what triggers you, you know, because our triggers are our best teachers. And so we're, we're going to look at that very first thing that this person would like to transform. And we're going to just get very curious about it. Uh, start to ask a series of questions that are sort of who, how, what, where, when, why questions. You know, when did this get started? Who taught you that thing about yourself? And it becomes very, very quickly efficacious because that people will come to transformative aha moments after just a few questions, you know, five or 10 minutes and 
they're like, wow, I, I never really saw it that way before. And then once you make that unconscious pattern conscious to where they're saying, well, I get that, why, why I'm learning from that. Now we can move into, you know, really sort of deleting that they have to continue to have that experience as they have brought it in, in, in the prior way and teach their cells what it feels like to move forward with the transformative lesson, but without needing to be taught the lesson through the pattern that they'd prefer not to experience. Hmm. Yeah. So it's really, it's all about changing those patterns, right? Yes. Yes. And making, so by making the unconscious pattern conscious, which is just brilliant and so sounds so easy, but it really is easy. (laughs) Well, and here's the reason it's easy because of the main quotient in all of this work is God. And, you know, what I tend to really call now the creator of all that is. I have had people who, who don't really align with the term God, but God isn't really concerned about that. Um, God is God. God just is, you know, it's a, it's a frequency and an energy field of all that is, and it's in you and it's in me. And our thoughts have frequency. Our emotions have frequency. You know, if you, if you look at what Tesla said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, you will need to look at frequency and vibration and energy. And we are energy beings. And so the more we can align our energy with our true nature, which is unconditional love, uh, then we will experience lives that are elevated and happy and lived in well-being, you know, with health and wellness. Uh, But to the degree that we choose lower vibrational fields of energy, that's fine too, because we're always learning. Uh, and we can choose to learn wherever we would like to. Right. But in healing, we like to bring people into the higher level vibrations of living so that they're living in what we call, you know, virtues. They're living in the virtues of unconditional love and peace and joy and happiness, you know, with bravery and courage and all these really life-giving frequencies, really. Right. So I guess it it really comes down to just transmuting the lower vibrations into higher vibrations, right? Yes. Yes. It's really that simple. (laughs) There there is a simple path to allowing that to happen. And, you know, one of my favorite sayings is if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And so that's really what I enjoy doing is giving people tools uh, to transform their life. I am not interested in having people be dependent on me per se. Uh, I prefer for people to learn to do their own fishing and their own work and that they're giving efficacious tools that just work, you know? Um, Right. And being able to access a theta brainwave is the doorway to that. And a lot of people just don't know how to do that. They don't know how to slow it down. We live in, a, in an anxious, you know, fast-paced world where people may not know it, but they're living most of their lives in what neuroscientists would show as a high beta brainwave. It's a stressed out brainwave where everything is fast. And so people really need to learn to slow it down. Wonderful studies being done at major institutions, especially Harvard. They're showing uh, incredible uh, strides in what happens in not only the human brain, but in the entire physiology, the, the biology of the whole being, 
changes and transforms as we learn to hold a theta brainwave. And the longer we stay in a theta brainwave and even a delta brainwave, which is into sleep, uh, it mitigates things like Alzheimer's disease. The, our brains need to have the experience of that slowed down brainwave in order to be healthy and in order to transmit that health and wellness to our whole physical body. Mm, that's right. So I'm just thinking, how would you get a client into that theta brainwave space? Well, there, there are meditations that we teach. There are you know, certain pathways to guiding people into that. Uh, we do that in class. Uh, I do that when I have, you know, sessions with people, I walk them into a, a theta brainwave and people will say, wow, you know, it's remarkable. I never felt like that before. I'll have people arrive very stressed out and upset and they leave, you know, saying I'm floating on cloud nine. Oh my gosh, I never felt this way. I've had people say to me, I don't know what you're doing over there, but I feel like I just took the biggest Xantax of my life. Uh, you haven't even taken one today. You know, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Right. So in Theta Healing, so, and I, this is just me questioning sort of how it works exactly, because I've done, I don't, I'm not sure sometimes if our conversations are always Theta Healing exactly, or if we're just talking and you're guiding me through certain questions, but, um, in some of our talks or sessions, um, if you will, we, you basically just ask me a series of questions versus putting me in a theta state. So is theta healing all of that encompassing, or is it one or the other? Like how, what exactly? How it is all of that. So theta healing, uh, the, the reason that it's called theta healing is not so much that we are always putting the client into a theta state as that we, as the person who's facilitating the healing are going into a theta state. So I'm very well trained to go very quickly, like it, it, one second. I can change my brainwave to a theta brainwave just because I've done it so much. It's kind of, you know, like riding a bicycle. Once you learn to do it, it, it happens seamlessly very easily. Um, so, but I will say that a theta brainwave is also, it, it's creating a morphogenic field. And so if you have people that are in, they're resonating in the frequency of a theta brainwave, the rest of the room will, will tend to begin to slow down. The client that you're working with will begin to slow down to maybe more of an alpha brainwave. If they're already uh, familiar with meditation, they may go right along with you into a theta brainwave. But the most important part of it is that the practitioner is accessing the theta brainwave. And then from that space, really their role is to play the witness of what's going on. You know, we know about the observer effect in quantum physics. And just by there being an observer, particles change their behavior. You know, you have photons of light that will go from particle-like to being wave-like merely by being observed. And so that is a lot of how theta healing is really efficacious because the practitioner or the instructor is the witness. And by being the witness, it transforms the way particles behave. That's a very simplified way of stating it, but you know, there's a lot more behind that. Right. 
Okay, so that makes a lot more sense in my mind as to sort of understanding why it's called beta healing. Um, so I want to share a little bit about my experience just the other day because it's more fresh on my mind than some of the other sessions I've had with you. Um, so I'll just kind of tell the story. So the other day I got some blood work back. And um, what's interesting is that all of my, I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but all of my natural healers, okay, which I have a very large team of them, um, have been saying to me, your kidneys are doing fantastic. Like your kidneys are amazing. Like, you know, all my acupuncturists, two acupuncturists said that um, based on my actual pulse and just other things. And the, um, the shaman that I work with every few months, he said the same thing. He does major energy work on me. Um, and who else? Oh, geez. There's at least one or two other people who were saying like your kidneys are just doing absolutely incredible. Right. So I was so excited about that. I was ready to get my kidney numbers, which I for a while was getting every month. I've since changed, decided not to do that. I'll explain that later, but, um, I was getting them the numbers every month. And I was just like, you know what? The numbers are going to be so good. I'm so ready to see these good numbers. And you know, ready to tell the world how good my numbers are. And I've continued to heal and blah, blah, blah. You get where I'm going. Well, I got my numbers and they were, they were went up and they need to go down. So, um, well, one of them, one of them went up and, um, and another one went down, so, but they, but basically they went the wrong direction is what I'm trying to say. And I was just shocked and it just took my energy from being, you know, a 10 to a one, right. And it just completely drained me. And I went into this massive experience of extreme disappointment, disappointment. And there was another emotion that we clarified that I had. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like grief, grief and disappointment, right. And failure. Okay. So I was just very upset for like the whole rest of the day. And and it just, it's really rare for me to go these days to go into such a low, low, right? And so I was really upset and, um, and I started reaching out to other people and I was just like, you know, what I need to find someone who can help me outside of myself, which tended to be my pattern at the time. I need to look for someone like a shaman or someone who can tell me what I'm missing. What am I missing? So I texted Luann. And I was like, do you know a shaman of some sort that, uh, that you could recommend to me who would be able to, you know, just see through something that I'm missing in this whole scenario. Anyway, fast forward, Luann was like, let's have a session. So we ended up having a session and she, through a series of questions, brought me to the awareness that I continue to come to this place of extreme disappointment, grief, and failure. Okay. This is a pattern and a habit of mine. And it's something I, I continue to manifest because I haven't come into really being able to live in a place, a high frequency place of pure faith, right? Which is a soul lesson that I continue and continue and continue to be learning through everything. It was the same thing with COVID. That was my lesson when I had COVID as I was 
living, staying in my fear and my grief and my disappointment away from my faith. And faith was what I needed to be learning. So I, I realized, oh, I continue and will continue to be brought these circumstances that put me right in this, basically this testing field, if you want to call it that, to see how I'm going to react because my soul needs to learn how to be completely at peace and okay. And in faith with everything that comes my way, no matter what. And that's my goal, right? That's where I want to be, but I'm not there yet. Anyway. So this session was like, it, it, it's weird how easy this is. Okay. So she simply just asked me questions like, when have you experienced this? You know, when did you first experience this? Or when was the last time you experienced this? And I'm realizing, oh, this is a pattern. And so I just started to shift my, first of all, creating the awareness of it was a very large part of it. Would you agree with that? Yes. Luann? Mm -hmm. So it was the awareness of it. And then just since then, I've been consciously thinking, oh, is this, you know, is this, how can I change this pattern? How can I step into faith and away from this fear, this grief, this disappointment, and, um, and just be able to trust. And then she started teaching me, which was amazing how, and I'd love for you to, to share with people, like sort of how you explain this to me, but, oh God, what was it? that you were, um, oh my God, I just totally had a blank, which is fine because we can edit it out, but what the heck you taught me? What did you teach me, Luann? Well, what I'm getting right now is ask and it is given. I mean, that is the basis of faith, you know, and that's what makes this all so simple. We make it difficult. Oh, I I remember. I remember. Okay. So what she taught me through this was that having this faith and having learning to surrender. Okay. So she taught me that if I could make best friends, okay. Shake hands with, I think is what you said and make best friends with the idea of, of what I'm so afraid of, which what I'm afraid of is having to go back on dialysis and have a kidney transplant. Like to me, that's the big thing, the big monkey I'm trying to avoid. Right. And so if I can just make friends with the fact that if that happens, it's perfect because everything is perfect. Everything is there's polarity and everything's perfect. So Luann, if you could dive in here and just talk about that whole concept, because it really blew my mind. It was just beautiful and, and changed my way of thinking about everything. Yes. So surrender to the perfection of all things is a very profound lesson. And at its basis really is faith, you know, and and all the world's religions talk about faith, but faith really is having the faith to be able to surrender. And if you understand, you know, how we manifest and the law of attraction, then for you to be holding the pattern and the fear-based pattern is what we would have to call it, that in the future, you may have to go on dialysis or or have a kidney transplant, then you're actually through your fear-based energy manifesting more of that. And so when we can come to a place of loving that, you know, shaking hands with it, yes, but even more than that, just loving it and being in gratitude for everything in our lives, even if it were that. That is how we really mitigate the circumstances and experiences in our life, which I 
tend to say we would prefer not to have and to begin to color our world and create our world with the experiences that we truly do prefer to have. But unwittingly, we are always manifesting whatever thoughts and frequencies and, and emotions we're holding. So if we're holding on to fear-based energy, we're going to have to, by law of attraction, continue to manifest having the experience of more fear. And the flip side of that coin is the more we're holding high-level vibrations, chief among them to begin with gratitude. You know, the more we're grateful for everything, the more we love everything, the more we find beauty in everything is then by law of attraction, we must continue to receive more of that. The universe will deliver to us things to be grateful for when we show up as one who is in gratitude. It's just a simple law of the universe. Right. Yeah. It's such a simple law of the universe. And what's so sad is that we're, it's not anything we're, we're raised to, to know, right? You think about all the things that our parents and teachers of the world, you know, the majority of us at least, are raised to believe about this world. We totally missed that. Like that's nowhere to be found in our general upbringing, at least not when I was growing up, right? Well, yes, very true. But we'll look at the current climate. Uh, if, Which is very different, right? If you want to talk about what's really going on in the world right now uh, with all of the fear-based energies, uh, viruses, you know, uh, we know that viruses are, they're holding the pattern of unworthiness. Okay. In mankind's experience, the patterns of viruses are about worthiness and unworthiness. And so when we have a worldwide pandemic virus, for me, that is an opportunity. You know, it's not a problem as much as it's a solution opportunity for mankind to begin to transform these huge patterns of unworthiness. And so how do we become one who loves ourselves? Because that's our true nature, you know? We're created by God in the image of perfection and unconditional love. And so how do we return to that? You know, because somehow we've moved away from it and everyone has these experiences, but we're in a very auspicious time right now where we are learning to transform energies and to elevate our consciousness into patterns of well-being and happiness and how we prefer to live instead of what has been all those 90% of the unconscious patterns that are running in the background that we may or may not be aware of and in large percentage we're not aware of, but the more we become aware of it, we, that is the pathway to transforming it. And it can be very quick. It can be instantaneous transformation of these things that have tripped us up and triggered us forever. Right. It's such a beautiful time to be alive. Like I I'm so grateful every single day that I'm alive in these times, Absolutely. <laughs> which is interesting because so many, you hear so many people in the, out in the world saying what crazy times, you know, why would, why would I want to be alive right now? And I'm like, this is the best time ever to be alive. <laughs> Absolutely. And you chose it, you know, so bloom where you're planting. Right. I mean, we came here for a time such as this and it is, I feel it's the most magnanimous time ever to be on planet earth and it's a blessing. And so just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. You know? Yes. Have fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. I know it's exhilarating, especially, you know, the more consciously aware 
you become, which I, I swear I'm on like full speed ahead. Like every day, I'm just like a whole new person. It feels like I'm just morphing and evolving so fast. At least that's what it feels like for me. Um, but God, it's just so much fun. It's exhilarating, you know? It really is. And, you know, I work with people, some people who are brand new to this work, come and take the, the initial classes and other people that have been not only healers in this lifetime, but they have ancestral healing. You know, they had grandmothers who were healers and they come and they take more advanced classes and they still leave saying, I feel like I have been, you know, reborn. Like I feel absolutely palpably different than I did a week ago. And it's really true. We are really living in a time where our, the elevation of our consciousness is really it's possible for it to be very, very quick. Right. Agreed. Oh, such good stuff. Um, Luann, is there anything else you'd like to add that maybe we haven't touched on that you think that just the world as a collective um, needs to hear about, you know, all of this? <laughs> well, I would say the most foundational thing is, you know, it's, be love, you know, be the love that you came to be. That is really why we came here in the first place is to be love and to love ourselves and to love others, to love our lives, to love the whole experience, you know, and to be the ripple effect for that so that others can experience that, you know, because the more we love, then, then people see love and then they become love and then they have spheres of influence of people that they, they can now teach to be loving, you know? I think that's really it, you know? It, and it, it comes down to being aware of what your thoughts are and what your feelings are. And if it's anything less than love, make a different choice. Right. Choose again. So I have a question actually about this. So what if, let's say you're, you're sitting in a meditation or you're just sitting in a gratitude session with yourself, okay? And you're like, I just want to feel more love. I'm choosing love. I'm, I'm choosing to feel more love, but you don't feel like you can feel it. Like, what if you're feeling the opposite and you just have a hard time breaking through to just feeling love? What would you say to someone who is feeling like that? Well, that is a common experience. And again, it is going to go to that 90% of the programming that's running uh, that is not altogether always very truthful. So in order, if people are feeling blocked to feeling that the love, the love they are and the love that they came here to be and bring, then there are unconscious patterns that are keeping them from believing in that love. And that's really what we work with in Theta Healing. So it's not rocket science, but it is, it is a journey, you know, it is a practice. And a, a lot of times, one of the easiest things you can do when you get up in the morning before your feet even hit the floor is just say, I love my life. I love myself. Thank you to the universe for everything that has been given to me. Be in gratitude. Instead of finding fault and blame with things, just start to find things that you're grateful for and that you love and that you're happy for. And that is informative. That begins to shift the frequency field of what we're carrying. And things just start to evolve from there. They get easier. That's like the easiest step, right? If someone were to say, what can, I'm in just, I'm such a mess. I need help. 
what can I do? I would always tell them the very first thing is to start with gratitude. Just start to be thankful for what you have. Even if it's the vacuum cleaner sitting in front of you, which I'm looking at right now, or the chair you're sitting in, you know, the roof over your head, start small, just be really grateful for what you have because, you know, we're so conditioned naturally. It's just the way we're humanly made, I guess, to look at everything we don't like. Right. So like I was asking my husband, trying to tell my husband about this the other day. And I'm like, honey, I mean, my, my husband is, this doesn't really matter, but he has like, he's very in shape. Okay. So his body looks amazing. And so I said, okay, I want you to tell me one thing you love about your body. You know, and he was like this and I was like, okay, now tell me one thing you don't really like about your body. And he was like this. And I said, okay, now every time you look in the mirror, what do you think about? And he was like, the thing I don't like. And I'm like, okay, exactly. This is how we're wired. You have this beautiful, physically perfect body, right? And you focus on this one little teeny thing that you don't like about your body. That's how this is. This is exactly how our brains are trained to think. It's always about what we don't have. Now, I know this is really elementary and fundamental, but it's just, it's a really big deal and something we really need to grasp that if we can just start to train our brain to look at those amazing qualities about ourselves, as opposed to the not amazing qualities, not just ourselves, but everything we have, everything about our life, everything will start to shift the energy, the frequency, which is everything in life that we're talking about here will start to rise and it starts to create a snowball effect. And then you start to remove more blocks and you remove more blocks and all that energy gets transmuted. Then the low vibrations get transmuted into higher vibrations. And voila, every day you're realizing like, man, my life is so much better than it was a week ago, six months ago, a year ago. And you continue to grow and grow and grow consciously. And the journey is just absolutely beautiful. And then you, you know, you don't stop until you die. Right. Exactly. And it's so empowering to know that we are the only ones who get to think our thoughts and feel our feelings. Like the programming that we have is all up to us. And so stop saying what you prefer not to experience and start saying what you do prefer to experience. If you wake up in in the morning and you say, I'm such a mess and I need help, like you said about people that you hear from, then you will continue to experience, I'm such a mess and I need help. If you would like to change that, you know, it's like you cannot create something new with the energy that created the old. And so to begin to transform the energy, you have to begin speaking truth into existence. You have to begin to talk about what you prefer to experience. It's the only way to change out of the old experience is to create a new experience. And I find that to be very empowering. I don't want to be having someone else thinking my thoughts and feeling my feelings for me. I want to be the author of my own thoughts. And so when people really start to see how empowered they are because of that, now they get to create their life the way they want it. They're not victims. There's not something outside of ourselves creating our lives. We are creating our lives and we're creating sometimes things that don't feel so great for what we can learn from them. And once we learn what we're meant to learn, now we tra- we're on the road to transformation. And it's all, you know, I say onward and upward. 
not, uh, not backwards. Exactly. That this brings to mind how um, the course that I created is called Break Free from Stress and Anxiety has 13 different modules in it with all different topics, many different things we talk about, but one big module is about thoughts and how to change your thoughts. And um, by changing your thoughts, you ultimately change your emotions. You ultimately change your results or your emotions, actions, and then results, right? So it's, um, you know, if you're interested in that, I will put a link in the show notes for that as well. But it's a phenomenal course just for changing your energy altogether. I mean, that's that's how you break free from stress and anxiety. You begin to change your energy, right? And so it's it's a really good course. I don't talk about it too much in my podcast, but um, definitely check it out. And then Luann, if anyone wants to get in touch with you about doing this theta healing work or taking classes on it, how would they do that? Okay, so... The way to reach out to me is through my website, and that is going to be www.thehealinghasbegun.com. So the healing has begun? The, yeah, T-H-E, the healing has begun.com. And on there, you know, you'll see information about uh, Theta Healing, about me, about the courses that I teach. Um, I do have an upcoming basic DNA class uh, the first weekend in December. So we're going to start December 3rd. That's a weekend class. So we do a Friday evening and a Saturday, Sunday class. And it is a certification class too as a practitioner. So if anyone's interested in that, all the details are there on my website. Um, But it's just, we live in the most phenomenal time to be alive and just embrace it and, and go with the flow and make the changes so that you can be living a life of happiness and well-being and not what most people live with the expectation of, you know, all of this fear and chaos. You know, the, the universe is coherent, you know, step into the, out of the chaos and into the coherence. Beautifully said. Um, quick question though, what is this DNA class? What is that about? Yes, it's- it's the basic DNA class or the DNA one there. It's, it's the same class. Uh, it's the very beginning entry level class into uh, the Theta Healing, you know, education. Gotcha. And it's a phenomenal class. It's a, it's very much like a retreat. It's a, you know, we meet Friday evenings and then on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, for people that are in the Tampa Bay area, it's easy for them to get to. I'm, I'm in the Tampa area. If you're interested, there's a way to contact me on my website. If you're not in the Tampa area and you'd like to come for the class, I do very often have people come and stay with me. Um, I do have a retreat sort of, you know, property. Uh, Those spots do go rather quickly. So if you're interested in that, shoot me a, 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 an email, the form is there on my website and we can get that taken care of. Yes. You do have a very retreat like home on the water and it's a beautiful property. So I can attest to that. And, um, and yes, and the, when I went to your session at your house, the, some of the people in that group were from out of town and staying with you. So, um, anyway, neither here nor there, but anyway, Thank you so much, Luann, for coming on. You are just pure magic all of the time. And I know that um, all the listeners are going to have so much to take away from this conversation. So thank you so much again. And uh, 
I guess that concludes the podcast and I will catch you guys on the next episode. Well, thank you so much, Sydney, for having me. It's been a pleasure and a joy and you are pure magic and a joy as well. Oh, thank you. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of My Inner Tiger. Before you go, I have a free gift to offer you. If you're anything like me and struggle with overwhelming feelings of stress and anxiety on a regular basis, I invite you to download my Freedom in 5 formula, where you'll discover how to change your state in less than five minutes. This is my beautiful gift to you and cost $0. So head on over to myinnertiger.com forward slash freedom to download this now. Also, if you loved what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes so I can keep the ball rolling. And finally, if you're not already, come follow me on Instagram at myinnertiger for more juicy goodness and fun inspiration. I can't wait to connect with you there. Now, my dear friend, Go out into this world and create some magic. I'll catch you on the next episode.